today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Russia has announced that it's going to be withdrawing warships from uh, Syrian waters. Now, a lot of uh, observers are wondering just what the implications of such a move are, both politically and militarily. Joining us to talk about this is Simon Palomar, Research Assistant for the Center for International Governance Innovation. Simon, first of all, thank you for the time. Happy New Year. It's good to have you with us again today. Well, Happy New Year, Bill. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the Russian move. This was actually announced, I guess, or at least the intention to do this was announced in late December. Were you surprised at that time that uh, that Putin has decided to pull back? Yeah, um, it's not too surprising. There's a couple things we have to keep in mind. Um, I think your listeners will recall probably hearing about uh, talks between Turkey and Russia mm-hmm. that began in December. And this is really, it became clear that the uh, the Syrian government, supported by Russian air power and some Russian troops on the ground and uh, Iranian militias, that in Aleppo they were winning the battle for Aleppo. And Aleppo, of course, you know, fell last month to the government. And as Aleppo was falling, uh, the Turkish government, who, which is probably the single, single government with the most influence amongst the uh, various opposition groups in Syria, began talking uh, quite seriously with the Russian government, seeing that you know Aleppo was lost and trying to get something, some benefit out of Aleppo's loss, whether it's you know uh, if they give up Aleppo, allowing uh, rebel troops to withdraw to other parts of the country, something along those lines. There was a real real pressure in Turkey to get something done. So with Aleppo essentially, you know, falling to the government, uh, this does this did give uh, the, the Russians a bit of room to maneuver. Uh, the ship that in particular that they're talking about withdrawing right now, the Admiral Kuznetov, which is uh, an aircraft carrier, only arrived in Syrian waters back in November. So it's only been on station for, you know, maybe two full months now. And it provided some very useful support to the uh, Syrian government during the Battle of Aleppo. You know, they had that ability to uh, get aircraft off the ship very quickly, get them into the air over Aleppo and hit rebel targets much faster than aircraft could arrive from Russia, for example. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Admiral Kuznetov, is, it's an older ship that's in rough shape. It's had a couple of problems while deployed. Uh, they had a couple of incidents where uh, Russian uh, pilots crashed their uh, aircraft on uh, in, in attempts to land due to problems with the, the arrestor cables, which are the cables that help an aircraft land on an aircraft carrier. So this does give the Russians an opportunity to you know, pull the Kuznetov back if it's not, in fact, up to the task. Uh, it gives them some breathing room to let their troops, uh, you know, recoup, rest, etc. And uh, it's also not the first time that Russia has announced that they are withdrawing troops from Syria. This happened back, I believe, it was in March or April of this past year. Uh, Vladimir Putin said, oh, we're going to start drawing down troops. They pulled a few aircraft out of Syria, but then, of course, they've been redeployed. So it's not too surprising. It might just be a a matter of, like I said, giving uh, forces, Russian forces, time to recoup since things are going their way right now in Syria. And it is also a matter of, you know, the, the Turks lost the battle for Aleppo, and if the battle for Aleppo is not raging, this gives... Russia the opportunity to draw down at least a bit in the short run. Let me ask you, go back just to, if we could to, to those talks that you talked about uh, in December. 
that were held in Russia, in Moscow, between uh, the Russians and, and, and Turkey at that time. Uh, noticeable by the absence, obviously, and, and with, the, with the alliance, was uh, was any representative, representation from the U.S. as we were talking peace talks uh, in Syria right now. Was, was that a, a diplomatic slap in the face to the outgoing Obama administration, an intended slap in the face? I think it was uh, certainly a slap in the face, but I think it was also a reflection of reality. Um, the fact is the United States has been quite They've been very careful about who they get into bed with in Syria. After the the challenges of Afghanistan, of Iraq, um, the the bad memory of Afghanistan in the 1980s when the the, the guerrillas and the freedom fighters that you supported then became your enemies in the 1990s and the 2000s, uh, there was some real tentativeness on the part of the U.S. And that's not to say that the Americans have not been involved in the Syrian civil war. They have. They've given certain... Syrian rebel units, uh, very useful anti-tank weapons, provided them with some training. Uh, they've also helped uh, put together what you call a command room or a, command, uh, a joint operations center where various rebel groups could uh, get in contact with each other and plan operations. The Americans have been involved, but not to the same extent that the Turks have in terms of directly arming uh, rebels, providing them with intelligence, providing them with financial support. So it was, on the one hand, a slap in the face to the Obama administration, you know, uh, making it clear that you're not going to determine the fate of Syria, you know, the Kremlin is, Ankara is, but also a reflection of reality that because the United States didn't want to become embroiled in the conflict, it meant that it means that they get less of a say in how it finally ends. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.